Hello and welcome to the love, the authority of love. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and now we're on day four with our great guest and good friend in Christ, Mr. Jeff Rogers. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Glad to be here once again. As always, I like to update people. So if you would like to hear more from Jeff, you can hear it on WJMM, 99.1 FM here in Central Kentucky on your radio dial, or go to their their website is wjmm.com. Click on the podcast tab near the upper right, then the Love and Lordship links, and you'll get today and the previous two days, okay? Now, if you want more than that, and you probably do because they're really good, uh, you want to go to loveandlordship.podbean.com. That's P-O-D as in dog, B as in boy, podbean as in neighbor, or Nancy is the last one, podbean.com, and you'll find the, those and many other uh, podcasts, as well as videos at vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship. That's vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship. Now, as I mentioned at the close of yesterday's program, we're going to continue talking about um, this the, the ministry of Wellspring Prayer Center. Mm-hmm. Because I want to hear, I know I've been there, we've done part of it, and uh, it's just beautiful. And not, as you said, Jeff, not everybody gets healed in that moment, but you've seen it. Tell us some of the testimonies of that. Well, you know, right out of the gate, well, first of all, I feel a need to, to say this. A lot of times people go to one extreme or the other. Some people may be old enough to have seen the circus antics that took place yes. and yeah. uh, you the know. faith healing. The, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, you, know, yeah. not, you know, and so it's easy yeah. to go there. On the other hand, many people are at the absolute other extreme that God doesn't do that at all. And so we're just trying to get people at least to be open to come to the middle a little bit more. Isn't that what you think, not just in this area, but every area? Isn't that what the enemy does? Yes. He polarizes everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll stand against it and not be fully in the truth. All of that happens when he does that. So I'm sorry, but that just... No, no, you're you're right on there. And again, I was raised in a Bible-believing church, but we never taught about this and just understood God doesn't do that anymore until I saw someone healed and of course since then I've seen hundreds or thousands of people healed yeah. in a variety yeah. of different ways and so I just wanted to mention that if people are skeptical I get that because yes. that was my life until I was what 35 yeah. or 40 years of age something like that so I get right. that yes. entirely but God <laughs> there's so much more that God wants to do for us that yes. we want to explore uh, relationship with him that he's capable of but yes. if we don't allow him room to do anything right. you know or don't expect it I think that's what hurts me the worst about people uh, Christians is that there's not even the possibility I mean everybody agrees that prayer is a good thing yeah. but they never really talk about whether it happens or not I right guess. anyway right. I'm sorry get off my soapbox no it's anyway. very good so but when we yeah. first when we first began Wellspring 10 years ago there was a um, a fellow named Ryan that was serving with us and I think this was like our second week our second night and we've always operated in a well not operated but we've always uh, our meetings have taken place in a uh, an office type building not in a church just mm-hmm. because we don't want any impediments to people or right. thinking it's linked to a particular domination because we have people from all or from bad experience with church or whatever. Hey, absolutely. Right, right. So we right. didn't want a, any stumbling blocks for them. Right. So Ryan and his wife had gone in and they had um, uh, they had had a, uh, a what do you call it where you put the the jelly on the hmm. Oh, ultrasound. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Now, my, my wife's the doctor, but thanks <laughs> yes, for filling me in there. Yeah. So they had I had, knew you knew it. It's just kind of they, had, they had had an ultrasound with uh, with his wife, and they had found something very disturbing. And on the base of the brain, they said that there was a growth. That was this is the baby's wrong. brain. 
Yes. Right, through the ultrasound. That okay. was in the right. womb. Right. Yeah. And so uh, that was on a Wednesday. They came to prayer Thursday night, because in those days, before COVID, we did Monday night and Thursday night. Right. We only do Mondays now. And so we, I wasn't even there on the team, but a team prayed for them. They went back the next day for a more sophisticated scan, yeah. and the doctor's like, uh, I don't understand. Something must have been wrong with the equipment or whatever. Everything looks perfectly fine on this baby. And so now that baby is, uh, well, I guess probably close to 10 years, yeah, yeah, nine or yeah. 10 years of age. So just doing that's great. Beautiful. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. And see, and some so, people want to go, well, it was the machine. Yeah. They want to, you know what? It might have been. Uh -huh. But I've learned, as I learned more about this thing you're talking about, more of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit, not only in our lives, but through our lives to others. It's not just study of the word discipleship. Right. He literally impacts lives. He changes lives. Oh, yeah. Miraculously. Yes. Healing. Yes. Everything. I learned that by saying one of the ways is I don't, there's no coincidences for me anymore. Mm. I, I want to look at the eternal perspective on everything yeah. and say, God was in this. Yeah. Don't miss that. Yeah. You know. I don't want to go on a rabbit trail, but the, Please do. The, 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 primary, the primary means of evangelism where people accept Jesus in these unreached, unengaged people groups is through physical healing yes. and also from casting out demons. Yeah. Yep. So I've been to Nepal two different times. I've been to Niger two different times. I've been to Thailand. Other places. Anyway, right. uh, and it's well documented through Craig Keener's work at Asbury Seminary yes. and through uh, 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 the Case for Christ. Um, Lee Strobel. Strobel. Yeah. 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 He wrote a book about this case for miracles. Right. So it talks about the empirical evidence yeah. of people that have been healed. And yeah. so that it wasn't is, the machine, folks. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so for me, it's not a question, does he or does I mean that I'm so yeah. beyond that, but I know most people aren't. So I'm Well let I'm, me let me say this. That's a great point to say because we want to hear more. But if we're willing to sit in church and say that we're Christian and say, but God doesn't heal today, then we have to ask him a question, when did he change? Right, like I said, and, and, and the word that you believe in says through, he doesn't change. Yeah, there's no time stamp on no. his promises. I don't right. believe so. No, or his Holy Spirit. Right. Why do we put him in a box? Now, like you said earlier, there are denominations and people that go all the way to this end, right. and go, well, if he doesn't heal, then you don't believe or anything else. Right. Or all the way over here and go, we're right. not even going to touch that subject because we don't believe it happens anymore. And I believe, as with many things, if we really read the Scripture, we'll find a good, truthful answer to that. Uh, how he actually works in that. Mm -hmm. And so tell us some more. I wanted, that okay. was great. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we also have a lot of people that come to us for prayer for infertility. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was such a big deal, but it yes. is. And so we've had a lot of uh, people More and more all the have, time, I'm afraid, brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of babies being born uh, out yes. there or couples that were infertile at one time. So that yes. was really awesome. Another big thing, and it seems like Christians especially struggle with this, is the area of forgiveness. And so, yeah. uh, uh, and that's a huge impediment. Oh. That's a huge stumbling block. Oh. And so we never want anyone come to us to receive healing prayer and say, well, it's your fault because you haven't forget that. It doesn't operate that way, but we can, we need to do all we can to align right. ourselves with the Lord and with his word. Right. And also with having our hearts clean and our hearts pure. Yeah. And so a lot of people struggle with unforgiveness and, you know, well, I may forgive, but I'll never forget, you know, and so you know that's a big the classic enemy's line right? yeah that's a big problem and and what we do a yeah. lot of times is with people they may come in with a problem with a rotator cuff or a knee or back problems or whatever 
but we'll also check on their heart too and pray about things, yeah. sort of poke yeah. and prod around. And so as Americans, we think that things are segmented, uh, body, mind, and spirit, mm. three separate things. Mm. But yet we've learned they're all so intertwined, it's really hard to separate them. So sometimes people come in and the Lord will reveal something through a word of knowledge or something, and we'll pray for them. God will heal their heart. They'll extend forgiveness, whatever. Before we even have a chance to pray for the knee or the rotator cuff, God's already healed it without us even asking. And so I love it because when that that's a, he, they, they remove the impediment. Absolutely, they, they remove yes. the thing. That, and their forgiveness is so powerful, Jeff. I say in my book, uh, The Authority of Love, second edition. For those of you who are interested, um, you can find that on Amazon, S E C O N D. But here's yeah. one of the things about forgiveness: it is. Um, I say to people, first of all, trust is earned, but forgiveness is mandatory. Yeah. He, the only thing he Amen. repeated after the model prayer of the Lord's Prayer was, if you forgive people when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. And Jesus even connected the healing to forgiveness when they lowered the man down through the roof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The friends did. Mm -hmm. who, who, who said? Nobody said, your sins are forgiven. Take up your mat and walk. You can't do that. You're not God. Well, he was God, and he is God. And he did it. But he, and he did it. And yeah. he says, oh, is it easier to say? And he's basically telling us, teaching us, when I said your sins are forgiven, take up your mat and walk. I'm saying the same thing as when I say, arise and be healed, take up your mat and walk. Yeah. And when, if we don't help people, even in our churches, understand, God's not okay with you walking around with unforgiveness. No. He does not forgive you. I don't think it can bode very well if we stand before him and say, well, I was at church every week and I stood up and I said, I believe Jesus is my Savior, but I held bitterness and unforgiveness in my heart toward anyone. Then we, that the only way you can translate that in Scripture is that then you really didn't know him. Yeah. You went through the motions, but you didn't know him because you didn't receive the very thing he gave you because you weren't willing to give it to anyone else. There's no other way to interpret that. And I've, been in, I've been in prayer sessions before, not that you ever want to do a comparison thing, but I've been in prayer sessions before with people that would just talk of unspeakable horror yeah. oh, and abuse. I have to, and yes. Yet, and yet they are willing to lay that aside in Fine. order to ask Jesus to heal their yes. heart. And so what we tell people is that, if first of all, it's a choice of the will. If we wait until we feel like forgiving somebody, we're never going to get around to it. Right. And so we choose with our will to forgive someone and extend. And we have a follow me kind of prayer or people want to pray on their own. We're there mm -hmm. to support them and help them. Mm -hmm. But another thing that we see a lot at Wellspring that is really so sad, and you sort of touched on this a little bit, is the shame that Christians walk around with. Yes. And first of all, we're thrilled to pray for anybody. We don't. Absolutely. Uh, non, we probably believe more or not, excited right? about non-believers to be yeah. able to pray for yeah. them than to pray for believers. But there's so many believers walking around in captivity. Absolutely. They're Stuff that happens forever ago. Yes. And yet God has long since forgiven them or forgiven what was done to them, and yet they haven't forgiven themselves. And so a lot of times it's helping people forgive themselves because of what they've done. Well, right. I shouldn't have had that drink, or I shouldn't dress that way, or right. whatever. It's just uh, so we... we help people let go and, and ask God to heal their hearts about shame. So yeah. that's, that's really a big thing. Yeah. And then abuse. Um, I'm just, <laughs> you'd think after all this time you would, I'm still surprised by the amount of abuse that takes place, sexual abuse mm -hmm. uh, and trauma that takes uh, with people, particularly that's perpetrated against kids, against children. And here they are now as saved, sanctified, and delivered, you know, 45 years of age, and they still see themselves in this dirty little whatever. Oh, and they're just, hurting, Jeff. They're well, hurting. yeah, the yeah. enemy just sticks the knife in and just keeps turning it, yeah. you know. And so 
And unfortunately, in, in most churches, we don't really talk about this kind of thing. Another is uh, pornography. Oh. And we're finding now that... That's the biggest one today. And, but, and it touches so many of these other things. it's women as well as yes, it's yes. girls and, and not just right. guys, you know? Right. And so there's a lot of these types of things that we get addicted to. And we just think, well, it's just hopeless. We've opened that can of worms. But yet God can, can deliver anything, anyone from any particular yeah. thing. And Jeff, you said something earlier. We're going to pick this back up. We got a little bit more time, but I uh -huh. want to I want to start to transition to our last day. Is that there's so many of these things that are not only taboo in our culture, but we've made them taboo in our church. And I ask pastors and churches all the time if they don't hear the truth from you mm. that can set them free, whatever it may be, brokenness, abuse, pornography, addiction, whatever. Where are they going to hear it? If you don't speak about it and speak openly about it, we go, well, we got kids in here. We got to do that. We got people that have had abortion. We got people that have been abused. Absolutely. Where are they going to hear it? Right. They need to hear the truth about this so that that truth can set them. Then they get in the word. And as they in the word and we expound on that word, because John 8, 32 says, you'll know the truth. Truth will set you free. Everybody knows that one. Hardly anybody knows John 8, 31. You are my disciples. If you remain in my word, yeah. you will know the truth. The truth yeah. will set you free. We've got to speak that, and we've got to share it. We've got to disciple people in it. So as we kind of transition, Jeff, I want to pick up on that tomorrow. Okay. Um, again, remind people how they can get a hold of you at Wellspring Prayer Center. Yeah, uh, info at wellspringprayercenter.org. We meet on Monday nights at the prayer room on Broadway, which is 1218 South Broadway, and uh, from 630 until 8 o'clock. Let's have you. Yeah, that's great. So we're going to wrap this up tomorrow, talk about this, and a little bit more about church. You know I always get on that because I'm a great believer in the body of Christ. Amen. When we place the body above the head, we're in idolatry. When we leave out truth, we're not being faithful. And so that's what we want to talk about as we close out tomorrow on all this. So please join us again. Invite your family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to join us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.